0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Daily Thread. It's a new week. We have some new stories your way. Um, Unfortunately, more terror strikes Israel. Avchaim Kanievsky's pants hit the sale market, and some interesting findings from Wuhan regarding COVID. Uh, You're listening to the Daily Thread. Okay.
1: Pretty good. Uh, That's pretty good, Machi. Pretty good. You You memorized all my stories I just told you about 30 seconds (laughs) ago. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right good I have good listening uh good listening comprehension how are you this morning
1: good comprehension Baruch Hashem, good very good very nice Shabbos. um it happens to be a, a beautiful day today uh, here in uh, Cedarhurst um i i think we're expecting snow tonight in new york for the first time yeah, and it's like, you say, would three think 3
0: to 5 inches something like that you would think
1: you know i didn't have to snow the whole winter so far tomorrow's march 1st by the way and you would think that there's going to be a blizzard the way they're talking about it so you see that everything is relative, you see. Wait, wait, no wait, 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 wait. Tomorrow is March first. Yes, tomorrow's March first. There's only 28 days in March. In fact, February, no, but, today, but today's the 27th. All right, so then Wednesday is March first. You can't March throw March me 12. off like that. I know okay. that there's 28 days in February, right, and so then I, you make I, me okay. question
0: myself and start thinking that there's 27 days in
1: February. No, so I know so today's the 27th. Today's your brother Dovie's birthday. So we wish him a happy birthday. Good to know. Okay, okay. in case you haven't, in case you haven't yet. So uh, Dove, uh, Dove Meyer's birthday is today, and he's you're using one his of. Headphones. I'm using his headphone because you don't have a pair of headphones here. You took them where uh, with you wherever you went, and um, I'm, I'm sure I have headphones someplace. Um, but um, today's his birthday, and he's one of one of two of your brothers. They get mistaken for you all the time because they're he's a redhead. He's the oldest yeah. redhead, and then comes Nissen over here, sitting to my right. And they get mistaken for you all the time. So you only mm-hmm. get a third of the comments that you should be getting from people usually because – That's okay. Uh, because do be, and listen, get the rest of them. Uh, that, works most of the per- that works perfectly fine for me. So it just like uh, keeps the uh, keeps the attention uh, away from you pretty much. Yeah. So what, so what listen, do you have in uh, your, uh, your story? So let's talk about – so you know what? When you opened this morning and you said more terror attacks in Israel, and since yeah. you ha- we haven't been on since Thursday, you know what? I bet people that are listening to this that don't read the news regularly are thinking that you're talking about yesterday when two brothers yeah. were, were murdered sitting in their so, car in huwa Hu- Hu-
0: We'll start there. We'll start there. How you know? Yesterday, um, the levai was levai of Hillel and Yigal. Um, this morning,
1: it was this morning levai, I believe.
0: Oh yeah, you're correct. It was uh, the levai took place on, on Mount Herzl Cemetery in Jerusalem. Some of those who attended were Defense Minister Yoav Galant, uh, Finance Minister Betzal Smorich, Construction, Construction Minister Yitzchak Gunkav, and Simcha Rothman. Um, it, it's a sad. It's a sad thing that happened. Uh, two brothers um, in the West Bank were were gunned down by Arab terrorists, and and it's in a location where Jews and Arabs were, so to speak, living side by side, passing by each other on their on their way to work. Um, and you know, I, the, I,
1: I've uh, I've I've driven those roads. I I've, I used to drive in uh, in, in Yehud and Shomron. I used to rent the car, and and I used to drive in Judea and Samaria. I used to drive to Hebron. Uh, it's about a forty minute drive from Jerusalem, and you go through. Probably four or five Arab towns, but yesterday there was a traffic jam there I don't know what it was, maybe it was the end of the day maybe people were going out of work they were stuck in their car they were stuck in traffic and someone took the opportunity to go uh, walk go up at point blank range and shoot these two brothers to death
0: well maybe that maybe the traffic jam was caused as a as a as a way to
1: do this is that possible no 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 they, they were stuck in traffic i i've you know what i've been stuck in traffic and also it looked scary for example i remember years ago we were on the way to cave of rachel for example so you you passed through uh you, you passed through the uh entrance to the arab part of uh bethlehem bethlehem and yeah. um you know you're stuck in traffic you can't move cars behind you and um the arab workers who work in israel don't forget tens of thousands of arabs are allowed into israel from arab towns and from gaza as well in uh, in southern israel and you can get stuck in traffic and uh, uh this this terrorist uh, uh took the opportunity to to murder these these two brothers and it's uh, uh like i said um uh, i i've i've driven through these towns and uh, uh the roads the roads are wild uh, there's really no traffic laws. There's speeding, um, because I heard uh, that
0: the, police... the IDF had an issue getting to this location because they had to. It wasn't it wasn't easy. Once they once the shooting was reported, it took the IDF some time to get to that place due to the traffic, also due to the com- the complexities of it being an Arab territory. So it, it posed a, a security a security concern. Um, and then it, what what ensued is a lot of violence between the Jews of Huara and the
1: arabs um well there's no there's no jews living in Huara. i don't know what community is but there are jewish communities Habracha, where these two brothers lived is 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 very nearby um and i believe they were both in uh in in pre-military schools or i think maybe the 21 was 22 one was 20 uh so i think when you're when you're in the heza yeshiva you're, a lot of Israelis go into the army at 18 or 19, but when you go to yeshiva first, when you go to the yeshiva, your uh, military service gets delayed a little bit. That will explain why they're being uh, buried in the military cemetery on Har Herzl. Um yeah. But uh, you know, but from a terrorist point of view, they see every, every they see every uh, every Israeli citizen as a if not a, a a past member of the IDF or a present member of the IDF. And they see young children as future members of the IDF, which means that in their twisted way of thinking, they see it as a, as a, a legitimate target. I'm yeah. sorry, and to, this, I'm sorry uh, to say.
0: And, and this morning, a 25-year-old man was was critically injured yeah. in a shooting attack on, right. on Route 19 near Beit Harava. Um, yeah, you see that story? Uh, yeah. yeah. At Dome shooting. And United you know, Hatsala volunteers were on the scene doing CPR on the victim who was rushed to the Hadassah. Mount Scopus hospital the IDF is searching for terrorists um
1: and there was over the over the weekend there was meetings in um i think it Jordan. was in Jordan with Egypt members of the Palestinian authority uh Israel the US had a representative there i don't know who else did and they uh decided to try to take steps that could restart at least preliminarily restart talks between Israel and the Palestinians which have been ongoing now for I don't know fifty five years, um, you know, stopping, starting and stopping. And of course, you know, the Palestinians make almost no concessions, and Israel makes very significant concessions. It's not tied to yesterday's uh, event. So, but one of the uh, one of the concessions that Israel made to the Palestinians is they're going to reduce the IDF presence in the territories, less roadblocks, less roadblocks. Tell me what I'm missing.
0: Tell me what I'm well, missing, because first of because all, you, I feel like every every week we come on this program and, and literally it's almost been every week. Uh, we're talking we about another terror attack that took took a Jewish life. Um, tell me what I'm missing. How how much longer is Israel supposed to withstand okay, such? Well,
1: uh, I can't tell you I can't tell you everything that you're missing, but I can tell you one thing that you're missing is that 50 percent of the state of Israel sees this uh, as a result of the provocation by Jews for living in what they consider to be Palestinian territory, okay? So that's 50% of the population. That's what about, about the Israeli government? Pe- that's about four million people that believe that. The Israeli government is split too, okay? You have the Smoriches and the Ben-Gvir's and the Avi Maaz and uh, and, and, and others. But um, the religious parties, uh, United Torah Judaism, they are, the best way I could describe them, but they're indifferent. They, they would uh, have a hard decision to make uh, if uh, Israel had to do something uh, dramatic, like withdrawing from territory in the interest of peace. They wouldn't necessarily, would not. Um, what I want to say is they would not necessarily vote against it. Okay, so uh, what you have there is what you have here in this country. You have a divided country; people are divided, so you can't tell me that the answer is a simple answer: crack down and uh, you know just go in there and crack down and just one of the Knesset members, Speaker Fogel, said. Just go in there and erase the town of Huwara. You know that's a good that's a good angry reaction. What was you what know? was his what was his
0: statement responded with? Like, did people respond to that?
1: Well, I think uh, you know he tweeted it. Number one, from what I read this morning, and then Smorich. Uh, um, what you uh, what did he say um, when you when you uh, retweet when you when he retweet yeah so, <laughs> Smorich retweeted it. Is that how it works? You retweet That's something, it, yeah. and that shows that shows you endorse it. So mm-hmm. Smorich retweeted it, and then he had to uh, withdraw that under pressure because basically you're calling for vigilante violence, and Israel is a, uh, a country of laws, and there has to be laws. First, they have to find the shooter; they haven't found him yet. Now, the the next big debate is um, is uh, whether there should be a death penalty for terrorists who murder people in Israel. Yeah, we spoke about will, this. This guy will be captured. He'll be put on trial. What's going to happen to him? The boy, the two boys Nabuch, are uh, are gone. They're on the, they're on the LMA MS, They're in the next world. You know, sacrifices. Um, you know, uh, sacrifices for uh, for Am Yisrael. Um, so, in you know, a sense, they were.
0: All... I don't know. Itamar Ben gavirs response. He spoke to Netanyahu in his response to the terrorist attack which claimed the lives of these two boys is, you know, our response is to build more settlements and that's what we're going to do. We're going to build more.
1: Yeah. But they also agreed in Aqaba in Jordan, when they met over the weekend that there's going to be no building for the next four to six months.
0: What happened to not negotiating with terrorists? Is that just an American thing?
1: Listen, when, when you're, when you're, when you're next door neighbors on both sides are terrorists, what are you going to do? Not talk to them. I mean, nah, but think uh, about know. it.
0: What would America? I'm just thinking, like, what what would America do if if this was, you know, on the border of Arizona, coming out of Mexico, where were projectiles and rockets and knife attacks? What would America do? America would would concede. America would probably wipe
1: wipe out Mexico. Uh, you know what? Really worse is happening on the border of Mexico. Seven million uh, illegals are, have already flooded the United States. That's there's not a worse. Cri- Hello, there's a fentanyl crisis that's killed over a hundred thousand people in the United States. A fentanyl that comes across the uh, the Mexican borders.
0: Is this con- is this year in Israel considered more uh, year of more bloodshed bloodshed than general? Is has has terror has terror know. taken? Uh,
1: well, the last couple of weeks, thirteen people have died. The last two weeks seems a little bit above. It
0: seems a little bit active. Like that's not the norm.
1: Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what the past statistics were. It's certainly not like it was uh, twenty years ago, uh, but uh, it certainly is uh, is is way too much. There, there's no number that uh, can be rationalized as being uh, acceptable or uh, or legitimate. You know, I'm, I'm sure you uh, you agree to that.
0: I do, um, and I honestly i am out of things to say. When it comes to this, it's just, it's just like this is happening so often. This is happening, you know, Well, so so it,
1: often. instead of so instead of moving uh, sideways on this issue, the fact of the matter is, you need you have a, you have a right wing, uh, you have a majority of the right wing in the government. You need the government to to crack down. If the government moves into the Arab towns as they once threatened to do. As they, they once did, actually. They once did in the 1990s. They move in and they take over the Arab towns and they run them with military governments. In the so why so aren't they, they? Why aren't they? Why aren't they? Um, I don't know. Because uh, I think because of the division in the government, uh, because the gov- this is happening. I think one of the reasons this is happening so much now is also it's a new government and they're being tested. They want the, the Palestinian strategies, you know, they don't value Jewish life, so to them, murder doesn't mean that much. You know, like the Hamas always says, uh, "We love death the way you love life." That's their uh, that's their mantra. Uh, but they want to cause a division between the Israel and the United States. That's what they really want to accomplish here, because they think if they uh, create a divide between the U.S. and Israel, that uh, Israel U.S. will come over. As a result, uh, moreover, to the Palestinian side, right,
0: okay, listen, and be
1: and be and be and be sent more money, which is what they yeah. really
0: want. Shem, we should know no more. We say this almost every week. That we should know no more. Atta- Hear of no more attacks in Eretz Israel. I mean,
1: well, we have to. We have to. We have to. die, have to die them for peace. We have to die them for peace. We have to die them for peace and for the families. They should be comforted in the lost. They should have the strength uh, uh, to go on, like the father of the boys who died yesterday said. We thought we are going to take them to their chuppers instead of taking them to their funerals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, This is a very interesting story that we're on to next. Honestly, I've heard about it. I didn't actually look into it much. But an auction house that planned to offer a pair of torn pants that belonged to uh, Rav Chaim Kanievsky has taken the item off of its website. The pants once belonged to Rav Chaim an Israeli Haredi leader um who passed away last year at the age of 94. And the pants were gonna go on for auction March 1st at the prime Judaica auction house with a starting bid of thirty two hundred dollars. However, the New York Post reported yeah. uh, the New York Post reported on Saturday the item yeah. was removed ten minutes after yeah. it requested information about the lot yeah. on Friday. Yeah. Um the yeah. Judaica house did not provide information about why it took down uh, the auction. Um
1: what? So would you would you would you buy Reb Chaim's pants uh, if the price was right? I mean, how do they know, you know this know, is? How do they know? How do they know it's your size?
0: Now, one second. How do they know this is actually Reb Chaim's pants? Like, how do they know this is not?
1: Uh, uh, I don't know. It's, about ath- that. it's
0: authenticated. Like,
1: I'm sure. I'm sure. An auction house has to has to authenticate. They got it from a family member. That's what I read family- in the family post yesterday? The family, the family is auctioning off the yeah, pants. There's even the, no, they're giving it to the auction house. The family, a member of the family, they spoke to one of the nephews. It says at the end of the story what his name is. It's not uh, Kanievsky. It's uh, from the other side of the family. He said the pants uh, retail for twenty one dollars uh, in the stores.
0: I think you see this a lot of times, where uh, you see this. You, see, you saw this in Lubavitch with uh, you know Dita Natsakh with the with this farm where a family member tries to sort of cash in somehow off of the of the family. And maybe that's what's going on here where uh, so one of the, one of the cousins or something got, a, got their hands on a pair of pants and is trying to make a quick dollar off of it. I
1: think, it's- I think, uh, you know, I, I, I think sperm, even though it involved uh, greed and uh, potentially, uh, you know, theft and the court uh, decided against a member of the family that wanted to, to repetitiously sell the svarum, still svarum has a certain value. Don't forget, in a safer, you could. Uh, of course, it has sentimental value for a family. There's knowledge. There, there it's it's there's content. Pants is uh, pants, pants. Pants is a, a piece of cloth. I mean, it, it's really exploiting a, a, a situation. It is. Uh, you know <laughs> what? It, it's one thing. It's it's crazy to try to sell it. It's even crazier yeah. to buy it. You know, uh, I don't think anybody would uh would, would buy it.
0: what's the I starting bid? Thirty two hundred dollars? I, I, I disagree. I think people would buy it in a second.
1: Are you kidding me? You really think I so? Think in a
0: second. In a could second. Could you picture I think anybody
1: could you picture anybody in your head that you think that would buy it?
0: Now you want me to start naming names?
1: <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't think there's anybody that will buy it. Okay. You don't want to discuss it. I don't wanna I don't wanna belabor the point. Um, I, I just, uh, I just think that it's, uh, it's silly and it makes us look bad to the outside
0: world. What do you think about a vigilantism in the Jewish world when it comes to what's going on in Israel, people acting as vigilantes, um, taking matters into their own hands. And, um, what do you think about that? Cause that seems to be what's, what's sort of happening.
1: Listen, whether whether it's in Israel or it's in the United States and and Jewish communities here, it's uh, a, you know, one one of the underpinnings of society that makes society function in a civilized way is law and order. You have to have law and order. Otherwise, people can't uh, can't can't exist. You can't have you can't have the Wild West uh, on the streets of any country uh, that's civilized, at least a democracy. Uh, uh, that has some semblance of normalcy, Uh, you can't have it. I mean, people are going to react in a way that is going to look like vigilantism, but uh, uh, people are going to react to vigilantism as a reflexion. A a, a pre-planned, well-thought-out process. I don't believe that's the way to go, and I don't think that's, that's part of your frustration and other people's frustration. Uh, with the situation in Israel, with two days in a row, people are, are shot and in some cases killed, and another case seriously wounded. Uh, because, I mean, ha- how's it going to uh, uh, um, reverse uh, what took place? You, you got to get the terrorists. Uh, you have to get the terrorists off the street or or eliminate them. You know, if uh, if they if the if the IDF raids raids a town and finds a terrorist and he fights back, then they have to kill him, and that uh, takes care of the problem. Yeah. I don't think uh, civilians uh, should, uh, as a matter of fact, and of daily routine, be walking around uh, fighting or shooting people.
0: I, I agree. So um, being that this is our first show since Shabbos, the 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 day of hate that was supposed to take place. Um, didn't take know, place. Didn't really happen, yeah. which was great. Which is yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, Matzei Shabbos in Times Square, uh, three 4,000 C-teen uh, kids, Chabad uh, Chabad event took place in Times Square where they had a few thousand people dancing and celebrating Jewish pride. They had a picture of the Rebbe up on the Jumbotron, Ami It's pretty pretty incredible. And do you know what? I was driving actually the other night uh, through, I came out of the Lincoln Battery Tunnel and I saw... With that it's, Lincoln that tunnel or battery.
1: It's, it's Lincoln Tunnel or the Battery Tunnel. You can't be in both at the same time. <laughs> it's not the Lincoln Battery Tunnel. No, there's two different tunnels. Maybe I went Lincoln. <laughs> Lincoln Tunnel goes between Manhattan and New Jersey, and the Battery Tunnel between Brooklyn and Manhattan.
0: So I went through the Battery Tunnel. Actually, I don't know. I don't know which one I went through. I think it was the Where Battery were you Tunnel. From you you're coming from...
1: from Brooklyn. You're coming to Brooklyn, and you went through the Battery Tunnel. So I think it was anyway, Battery you, Tunnel. Yeah, you might have gone through both actually, if you're coming from. You know what? New I'm i may have gone through both and was your car driving itself at the time or uh, were you driving I, was driving.
0: I was driving i was driving
1: and if the, the car if the car if the car would have been driving itself at least it would have registered where it was but yeah, with maybe. you driving you don't know where you were
0: yeah we could talk about your driving if you want
1: you want to talk about my driving my driving is fine but I, what do you want to talk about my driving for
0: i've heard you've uh i heard i heard that you know, sometimes those orange cones in the middle of the tunnel, you think you're supposed to knock them all down like a video game.
1: No, it's not true. Not, it's not true. That's not true. That happened once. Uh, first of all, they're rubber and they're very expendable. <laughs> <laughs> so they're very, they're very inexpensive. Probably, Are they rubber? Because they, yeah. they look like metal. They're not. They didn't, didn't do any damage to my car. How many and did you knock down? Sh- it was a very sharp curve. How many if did you if knock you knock if, if them down, they bounce right back up. How many did you knock down? I don't know, three or four. <laughs> I, the, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you bring that up.
0: Um, no, I was I was saying that I saw the I saw the the billboard of the Repa. Uh, oh yeah, you did. Of, yeah, it's
1: incredible. That was the, really, where, where is should, it coming out right, of the battery tunnel?
0: Right when you come out of the battery tunnel, I think we should like pivot. I think we should. We should try to raise the Super Bowl money, but I think we should do billboards because it's so cool. You're driving and boom, welcome to Shiach. And you see, it's it's really, you know.
1: Anyway, tomorrow is the seventh of Adar, Moshe is your site. So, wow. Uh, okay. That's a and biggie. A, it, That's a biggie. It's also his birthday, uh, by the way. Moshe Rabbeinu was born and passed away on the uh, on the same day. So if uh, tomorrow morning, you're not going to say it's in and Shul in most shuls. I think probably no shuls. Some are not going to say because uh, it's his uh, yard site, and some so are not going to say because it's his birthday. Maybe, or maybe a combination of the two. So I bet anyway, you'll find those... I
0: bet you'll find some shuls saying so. I, I say say, tachna. No, No, I don't think
1: so. I don't think you're going to find any. I don't think you're going to find any. But I, I want to also tell you another point. I don't want to belabor the point because it's getting late, and we can talk about it more tomorrow. But also this week's parsha is It's the only Pasha since Moshe Rabbeinu was born in Pasha Shamos, that doesn't mention Moshe Rabbeinu's name. So I always found it intriguing that uh, the the usually the week of his birthday, and more importantly, because it's observed, I think there's more emphasis on the observing of his yahrzeit. But on the week of his site when he passed away at the age of 120, in that week's pasha, and that's the case this week, parsha pasha's tzatzava, Mersh name doesn't appear. Because why? Because when Hashem wanted to wipe out Am Yisro after the Ketah Ego, Moshe Rabbeinu said, you know what? If you want to do that, erase me from this book. I don't want any part of it. Because Moshe Rabbeinu was created, and his mission was to serve Kal And he had a tiny to the Abishta. He communicated with Hashem on a intellectual level. He was able to reason with him, you know, sort of like how you and I talk every single day, although I do most of the reasoning most of the time. But, oh, is um, that so? Th- <laughs> I just wanted to see if you were awake. <laughs> but uh, the th- <laughs> the thing is that uh, I always found it intriguing. Like I said, that the week of his yard site, he doesn't appear in the, in the parsha because, uh, like I said, he was. Uh, his number one priority was to serve Khal Yisrael. And even though it was a small minority of Jews that did the golden calf, that did the Chet Egil, still Moshe Rabbeinu felt that his job, his mission, he was created for to serve the entire Am Yisrael. And, and if Hashem wants to, suggesting, the suggestion was that they sinned. Yeah. Um, they created, uh, uh, they tried to create another god. And um, therefore, I want to wipe them out. I want to start a new nation with you. And um, Moshe Rabbeinu had the temerity and uh, the courage to say, no, thank you. I'm, if that's the case, I'm out of here. Can you imagine that?
0: I, I can't, honestly. I can't imagine it. Can you?
1: Well, you have to be able to have an appreciation for who Moshe Rabbeinu uh, was. And, you know, he was, he was, he was, he was a man. You know, he was a man that uh, he lived in Paro's house for the first twenty years of his life. Got married, got divorced. He had, uh, you know, he had trouble with his kids, with his two be, boys. You know,
0: you think he, you think his kids would get into yeshivas nowadays?
1: Ah, uh, today, today uh, he wouldn't have a chance. He wouldn't have a chance. That's why he was born. Uh, that's why he was born three and a half uh, thousand years ago because he couldn't. Uh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to cut the mustard. You wouldn't be able, is that wouldn't expression? Be able to cut, it. cut, cut the, the mustard? mustard. I don't know. Look it up. Look it up on your phone. Cut
0: the mustard. Listen.
1: Is it cut the mustard? Can you look up cut the mustard? Is that a thing? We're going to look at it in a second. Got to be quick. Cut the mustard. Cut the mustard. Come up to expectations. What did you say? Reach the required standard. I can't hear you.
0: Why not? Is this mic on. Just mic on. You <laughs> to
1: hear? This on yeah. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> cut the mustard
0: cut the mustard come up to expectations reach the required standard exactly what we i didn't about. cut the mustard as a hockey player it's a hockey? as a hockey player as a hockey player i didn't that's the sentence i gave
1: okay anyway it is a uh, a
0: phrase kind the these phrases from but okay uh, hopefully this episode cut the mustard for you today uh covered a few topics and god willing, we'll be back tomorrow for another day on the daily thread make sure if you have any feedback email us at the daily thread or can message messages on whatsapp the whatsapp link is in the description of, the show of this episode have an amazing day